trick-or-treat football fans this week we've got a special episode coming for you in celebration of this month's festivities all hallows eve i am joined by some fancy fellas this week to my right we have Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead on the podcast. And we are also joined by Beast Boy. Beast Boy on the mic. I guess that's not very scary though. Uh what? It's starting to get scary. I like, yeah, I like how your shoulders were kind of bumping <laughs> right, right. like as you're feeling. I was feeling, I was getting in it. And I am your host, Chucky. Chucky. So yeah, it is October. Fall, as we talked about last year, uh, is here. And our favorite, some some of our favorite, what? Last year we talked about. I was gonna say, I guess at one point, I guess we did. <laughs> yeah, probably each year, each year, each year. Fall's we get coming. We, we we did talk about it last week too. Yeah, last week would be more recent conversation, probably relevant. Um, but yeah, so Halloween's coming, and uh, we've decided we would like to focus this show's theme on the Halloween holiday. Yeah, that it's gonna be fun. We have some good stuff planned. Halloween is coming, and we got our nicknames for the day for Halloween. Pumpkinhead? That's what's up. Huh. Interesting. And, and, you went back to grills? Or? <laughs> yes, yeah. I was trying to think. It wasn't really scary. But. <laughs> All right, so let's jump right into it, man. We had a, a crazy week seven in fantasy football. Yeah, I, I think this week for fantasy football in oh. general – was horrible. I don't. I think there was a lot of poor performances from people that were not expecting poor performances. But yeah, let's, huge let's, ones from people that nobody was expecting right. either. I mean, half the league barely made a hundred. Yeah. So y'all want to jump right into the game review? Yeah, let's Show. do it. All right. Uh, let's see. We'll start off with Fat Golf. I'm Jonesing versus Jason's team. Do you just want to get yours out of the way quickly? I mean, you won this week, so I did. You should have savored that one and went I, to I was end. debating, you know, but we've we've. <laughs> I go by the order they come up on my phone, <laughs> so it happens to always be mine. Yeah, but yeah, let's talk about uh, the first one I've had since uh, week two. Yeah, you know, I know you were super nervous all week. You, you really thought you, you really thought you were going to lose. Absolutely, yeah. The whole week and well, after Aaron Rodgers puts up forty three, almost forty four points. And nearly doubles his best game of the season. Right. I was like, yep, I'm done. That one That one hurt a lot. Yeah, you had solid performances from Lamar Jackson and Jared Goff, finally. And uh, D-Hop gave you, gave you some good points. So you, know, you had some good, solid work from players that you were really counting on needing this week. So it hurt having... Um, Devonta Freeman tried to pick a fight with Aaron Donald and get Dude, thrown out of the game. That was such a crap call, a too. Hook. <laughs> At least hit him, you know? Listen, I mean, for a second, like, there was a ton. Every week now, it's like the thing, but the crap calls are ridiculous. Yeah. The refereeing yeah, been, has been pretty rough this year. D-Hop lost a touchdown after an awesome Watson play. Yeah. There was just a ton of stuff that just, ugh. Yeah, and honestly, I know a lot of people like Aaron Donner, Donald and uh, see that Darnell is getting to me, um, Aaron Donald. And I honestly think I'd fear Devonta Freeman more than I would Aaron Donald. Oh, yeah. I mean. That's a good-sized fella. Yeah. <laughs> no um, but, uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers getting 43 points is outrageous, and to lose off of that just kind of sucks, really, honestly. I, I don't know, Pumpkinhead, what you think? 
Yeah, about the same. I mean, going, you know, uh, Jason's team had a lot of Monday night guys, so going into the game, it was definitely close. I mean, yeah. He had a couple people who well, do that. Yeah, he had so much going on that night with uh, Crowder, Brady, and Edelman. I thought for sure my lead wasn't enough to hold on. Yeah, I did too, honestly. But man, the such weird a flow of that game. game. Yeah, it was just so bad. Yeah, I mean, any game involving the Patriots tends to be. I mean, I'm actually surprised that uh, Crowder even even got the six points. Right. Yeah, and sitting Sony Michelle, I I feel like he does better for you when he's on your bench than when he, he does. So I, I don't know what that is. Maybe it should be like a last minute. You put in like a right at a. Is there a way to do that? Where I, I make know. him think I have him on my bench? Yeah. But. Do do the little. Ooh. Yeah, when he got the three touchdowns, I was definitely. I, I may have said some bad words at the TV. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember. He still didn't have a great game though. I mean, he had a lot of touchdowns, but other than that, it, yeah, it, it was wasn't like really a low huge yardage. performance. Yeah. And then Jason's team, man, Murray on his bench, thirty-two points. Yeah. I, I that probably one hurt. you know with it's tough to say that without Kamara, I probably. Would have put uh, Murray in over Howard, but I mean, well, I've even lost though, three straight, so don't listen to me. <laughs> yeah, well, he, honestly, that was one of those things. Like I said, he and I usually talk pregame, and uh, he was aware of that situation, but still felt that uh, Howard was in a better spot. And you know, I'm not going to influence him one way or another, yeah. whether he's playing me or somebody else. So he decided to play who he wanted to play, and it was better for you. Yeah, it worked out for me. Just, <laughs> I mean, kind of barely. Yeah, so that one was 123 to 110, and. Fat golf, I'm jonesing, gets back in the win column. There you go. Ching, ching. Yeah, man. So moving right on down, we got those Hollywood Knights versus I Made Chuck Norris Cry. Pumpkinhead. Oh, God. This one was a 75 to 100. Uh, Chuck Norris takes the the win. Oh, just embarrassing. Yeah, it's it's really hard to look at your team and only see two people that got over ten points. Right. Uh, Diggs getting twenty one points. That's two good weeks in a row that he's had. So that's that makes a me positive happy for the future. Finally, but yeah. Mixon just man. We'll talk about him later. Uh, yeah. Murray. I mean, when you have two quarterbacks and, and and on your lineup and five of your players, including both quarterbacks, got under eight points. Well, yeah. right. That I makes mean, me cry Murray getting under seven and Flacco getting under seven. I mean, I'm not winning. Any that's, game ever. Yeah, that's going to be tough. Yeah, I mean, Chuck Norris obviously had a had a bigger total, but it's not like he lit the world on fire. No, it's not at even all. worse. You know, I'd rather him get like 200 points so there's no chance. You know, right. I had a chance going into uh, – go after the 1 o'clock games, I was down by like 9 points, and it was Eckler versus uh, Gallup. So I was like, sweet, let's do this. Yeah. You know? And, yeah, and Eckler came back to life. After Gordon's been back and they used him against Tennessee in a loss, but uh, Jacoby Brissett, I know a lot of people talked about, you know, how bad the Colts might be after Luck was gone, but it looks like that's just a well-coached football team. Oh yeah. So and Brissett, they are doing better. Doing that good. was you and I had a conversation on here at the beginning of the season about that just being such a huge downgrade in a lot of ways. Yeah. But yeah. He's he's coming through. Yeah. But yeah, he was also Jay, uh, Chuck Norris. Cry was also the victim of the whole. David Johnson debacle where he got point two points and then his Edmonds backup who like fifty yeah, yeah. which which hurts hurts owners that have David Johnson because last week he was hobbled by injury all the way up to game time and then he was put in the into the lineup and yeah. he blew up and he had a hell of a game so you think the same thing's going to happen this week he gets one touch and then another sees the field yeah. again surprise Edmonds two weeks has got five touchdowns yeah I mean that's crazy that like this, yeah he's on know. fire. Yeah, and honestly, like watching him play, 
way better back. I think Edmonds oh, yeah. fits that scheme better yeah, yeah, yeah. than than what he looked David Johnson legit, does. Yeah, like good the whole entire game. I just thought he looked really good. He looked a lot faster. He and he's just, definitely earned uh, flex consideration. Yeah, I feel like he, he might even be starter he here. He should soon. be their starter. I, there's no question about him. Yeah, he's and just really producing. Will Fuller getting hurt and getting kicked out of the game? Not kicked yeah, out, but you know, yeah, getting yeah. hurt and he'll be out for multiple weeks. At, at this point, I think you either throw him on your IR if you have a leftover spot, or you just get rid of you him. Just get rid of him he, every yeah. year. He can't. I mean, he does this every year. Yeah, yeah that's you, definitely you how just he rolls. Get rid of him. Yeah. So this one. Um, this next game I want to talk about it is Mitch Please, who is number ten in our league versus Run CMC. What a heartbreaker! Who is number one? End up in a game one hundred one point three to one hundred five point seven. This is our last and first place teams with just poopy performances. Yeah. But uh, CMC does not get deserve the win this week. I'm just going to say that publicly. If you're hearing me out there, <laughs> I, I I love you, man, and you just you didn't deserve this one, Mitch. What happened, brother? Yeah, that was a heartbreaker for Mitch, please. You know, uh, yeah. uh, thank goodness this was who I was playing this week for Run CMC because I think if if it was almost, I guess, this week, he would have probably beaten half the league just even with that total. Um, Mitch, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's, it's tough because he's so close, and he had Allen Robinson on his bench with 24 point seven points and Andy Dalton with twenty one point three. But honestly those two players, if you're looking at who he had starting, you're not gonna plug them in over Russell Wilson or Galladay in a regular lineup, you know? Right. So yeah, just on the other just, side Ryan go down getting hurt, really hurt uh CMC's team as well. Yeah McCaffrey yeah. 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 So I think Run CMC definitely is uh, counting his blessings for this week and hoping that he can regroup next week. But yeah, so uh, Run CMC notches yet another victory, and uh, whether it was deserved or not, it's a W. Yep, and he's on a roll. Yeah, man. Still. Uh, next up, we have the Dukes of Hazard playing Morning Woods, and this was uh, the top-scoring team of the week in Morning Woods. Got 143.6 to a really subpar 91.8. Way to go there, uh Beast Boy? Yeah, so I, I didn't want to say too much because I don't want to rub in any kind of salt in anybody's wounds. But I, I want to say that I've had the highest point total maybe all but one of the last handful of weeks. Dang, yeah, I mean, you've come on strong, yeah. And, you know... I, I, just, I didn't say anything about having the second highest point total this week either. So that's just... <laughs> you know, brag if you need to, man. <laughs> it, it makes me feel better about my team because I know at the beginning when, you know, you take that first L and you're like, oh, man, this might be a long season. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Michael Thomas and even with Chris Carson having a down week and having to plug in Burita because Chubb was on by... Waller, Josh Allen, Michael Thomas, and John Brown kind of just carried me through. And, you know, unfortunately for Dukes of Hazard, Patrick Mahomes getting injured, and before even getting injured, not really having the best of games. Calvin yeah. Ridley, where he should have blown up in against the Rams. Matt Ryan getting hurt later in the game yeah. and not even having a good game to begin with hurt him. Marlon Mack, there's just some... People that you normally wouldn't guess having rough games. And yeah, it was just like kind of everybody underperformed over there. Yeah, Rivers had a you know solid game, and it's not like anybody yeah. he could have swapped around. There's nobody really on the bench that 
nah. did anything better for him to be like, oh, man, if I would have just started this, it would have been different. Unfortunately, his main guys just either got got hurt or ha- was impacted by a different injury or just didn't perform. He, even even Barkley, I mean, he's such a talent that you get you only get 17 from him. That's that's like a win if you're playing against him. Yeah, especially yeah. against Arizona. I know it's just his first game back, and he's probably still not 100%, but against Arizona, you expected something a little bit better. That and, dude came back quick, though. Yeah. You know? Hey, he's Superman. Definitely. But I, I think the Dukes have got to be pretty optimistic having their boy back. In, oh, in yeah. yeah, I mean, honestly, I was scared. I did not see him getting that low point total. I really thought I was I was taking the L this week. Yeah, I mean, projection-wise, he, was, he yeah. was projected to beat you Yeah, by a decent little bit. So he's one to look out for down the road, I think. Yeah, I agree. This was just a bad week, as we all have had. All right, and the final game to review is the holdouts versus Waiting on a Breeze. Uh, Waiting on a Breeze continues his role. He's got uh, a little bit of a roll. Yeah, he is. He is. Beats uh, the holdouts 106 to 89. Well, one team is uh, taking a nosedive. The other one is, mm. is riding a high horse. So. Yeah, right. That's definitely what's going on here. I think uh, you know the holdouts have just gone cold the last few weeks. And while he may be waiting on Breeze, he's on fire while he's oh, waiting. Oh, yeah, no. Don't need him. Yeah, I mean, he's even he even got the win with Sam Darnold in his starting lineup getting negative, negative two points. points. That's rough. <laughs> you know, we've talked about, like, quarterback performance that we had last week was golf, and the week before that was uh, Mayfield. Yeah. And I think we each time it's almost it's gotten tops. worse. Because yeah. <laughs> we were talking about we've never seen total. a quarterback end the game with zero points. And then last week, golf had, like, under two. And now this week, like you said, Darnold ends with almost negative three. That's just – that's rough. Yeah, Cousins is finally coming back alive, which helps. Yeah, yeah they're yeah, throwing yeah. the ball. I think the last two matchups were against good run defense, so we'll see if that changes this week because I think they're they're facing a good run defense. So Who do they play again? Who? The Vikings. Yeah, they're going against. Uh, they actually, they're they're going against Washington. So never mind. It's, no, they it, they got a good front though. Yeah, I mean, they're really, no, they it, it's on a Thursday yeah. night too, so you never know what you're going to get. But yeah, we'll see if if that changes to where. You know, they might just start running. I was saying, he, he may not even need to throw. Yeah, yep. Thielen getting hurt might put a kink in his lineup because I think he's due to miss a couple of games. But Dalvin Cook will fill right in, especially if they start running the ball again. Fournette, I think, will be good. God, is anybody getting to touch the ball more than Leonard Fournette? No, I think he's leading no, the league that's in touches. Been his MO, though. He just kills it in touches. And even though they got rid of their pass catching back in Yeldon, he stepped right into it. Absolutely, and that's yeah. not even his his no, wheelhouse, but he's he's filling in right. I'm not a Fournette fan, but he's he's doing it. Yeah, yeah. volume's king. Yeah, him. he's definitely just having that many opportunities, man. He's that guy. Yeah, and holdouts. Carry on Johnson getting hurt sucks for him because I know he just acquired him. And only getting two points from him sucks. Ingram coming back off of injury against Arizona, getting that dud of a game, that sucks. So you need he definitely got bit by the oh shit, what happened, bug? Marvin Jones on his bench with forty three points. Uh MVS with twenty one. So that coming. Marvin Jones going off what was it, four touchdowns? Yeah. Four, yeah. And ridiculous. Yeah, and even if Mitch please would have had it, no, he was saying, you know, let some of that love go to uh, Galladay's way, but that didn't happen. Yeah, so how did uh, how did the picks go last week? Who did? Uh, you, uh, you had four out of five missing Mitch winning, and I had three out of five missing both Hollywood and Mitch. Okay. Those were the two that I had picked to win that didn't. Damn, thanks for the love. 
Hey, man, I was trying to support you. Like, Way to let me down, dude. What's up, Pumpkinhead? Uh, yeah, so last week we were uh, we were pretty close, but you had four out of five. Awesome. We also, like, just to review the bold predictions from last week, I believe, Beast Boy, you had mentioned that Blake Bortles would take the quarterback role at some time during that game, benching Mr. Goff. And that was a bounce-back game for him. He took advantage of a, a, a good game script and, and got to stay uh, stay in there. Yeah, I yeah, that was play, that was oh, awesome. I was glad that Goff did. I mean, I had him starting in another lineup, too, so I'm glad he did. Yeah. You know, you had him in there. He yep. needed it. It was against the Falcons, who I, th- I think everybody, I know we all say about Miami, and it looks like maybe we can target Washington, but I think we can start targeting the Falcons when, oh, when so we have too. offensive Definitely, players. yeah, especially They're, if Ryan stays hurt. Yeah. And uh, if Ryan stays hurt and they're not scoring as much, you might have to look at your running backs as right, opposed yeah, to your yeah. wide receivers. Yeah. But when Ryan is throwing it all over and the scores are outrageous, you could pretty much start anybody against them and, and get good points. But. True that. Um, I had Jacoby Myers uh, finishing in the top 10 at the wide receiver position, and no, that did not happen. He actually finished 41st overall. Which is crazy off of a 33 to nothing mm-hmm. ass kicking. That they gave out last night. Yeah, that was not much offense, though. <laughs> yeah, it was all defense. It's funny how, how they can win a game that decidedly and still look that bad. Yeah. I I don't the want to talk too much about light, the Patriots. Out, the yeah. defense is legit. Oh, I know. I, I, but they're playing, crazy. like, really bad. Right. They have the easiest schedule ever devised. Yeah, right? if we yeah, look at happened, the closest game the was – yeah. yeah, I think everybody's kind of just, like, in, like – just how does how does that because it's supposed you know? to be that it goes by i mean they should have the toughest yeah at least historically super bowl champions at least on paper have the toughest yeah and i know this is halloween special so this is making me really scared to talk about the patriots because you know how much i hate them really they've outscored i think what i heard today was 133 to i can't remember the other number but the defense you mean or just no just in general their team has 133 points compared to whatever it was but their toughest matchup, I think, was against Buffalo in in Week Four, and it, the final was sixteen to ten. You know, and that was a game that Buffalo definitely could have won. Yeah. And I just, I, I really think that potentially the NFL knows that this could be Brady and or Belichick's last year, so they're giving them a swan, swan song. song. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely seems like there's something. <laughs> it's just it's set up really nice for him this year. It'd be nice if it ended in a in a horror movie like though, wouldn't it? Yeah, like they just lost they the rest die. of the game. Oh, yeah. uh, no, I don't know if I go that far there. <laughs> they get curious about a noise they hear upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> so Brady grabs Belichick. Yeah, right there, just nudges him. Hey, is there the hey. same bed? Together? Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say, hey, get out of bed. Let's go check. <laughs> Belichick is just like in his robe and slippers. Brady's in a nice nighty. Yeah, and then they get Edelman out of the dog bed and say, "Come on, right. all right." <laughs> So uh, before let's go into um, our little predictions or picks for this coming week, guys. What okay. Do you think? Sure. Let's jump into week eight of the Ooh. fantasy football centers and winners fantasy football podcast. I don't know what that sounded like, but I tried a new voice. <laughs> All right. So the first matchup we've got is uh, Fat Golf. I'm Jonesing versus Mitch. Please. Uh, this, as of right now, Mitch Please is projected to win by a very small margin, but 123 to 120. What are we, th- what are we picking, fellas? Eh, I'll go with Mitch on that. I feel like he's got to have a win, and the, the matchups are close. I think it will be a close game for sure, 
But, uh, yeah, I think he's been chomping at the bit for, I, I think, at least a few weeks straight. He's lost by a handful of points only. So, yeah, I'll, I'll give Mitch the victory this week. Yeah, yeah, he's he's banging on the door, getting close to his win. I'd like to keep supporting him. And, you know, I, I'm sorry there, uh, Chucky, but I think I'm going to hit Mitch, please, too. Eventually, one of these weeks, we're going to be right. Yeah, he's got to hit one of them. And yeah, he, we've, he we've definitely shown him a lot of love, and they have been all close. I think this is going to be a close one. And uh, depending on the status of one tight end that I'm hoping to slide into my starting role. He's going to play uh, one of these days. Yeah, he's going to play sooner <laughs> or later this year. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, and, you know, pick the home team. Okay. <laughs> go with fac off, I'm jonesing. Yeah, I think the uh, matchups on both sides are, are fairly equal. I think this will be close, like the projections have it. Yeah, it looks like it'll be a good game. And, and, and win or lose, I think it'll be a fun one to watch. All right. Uh, second matchup we have is Waiting on a Breeze. Mr. Hot Streak meets Mr. First Place in Run CMC. They are actually also a fairly close projection. However, Waiting on a Breeze is projected to win by six. Yeah, and both of them have somebody questionable and could potentially not start in their lineup, so they might do some moving around. Uh, same with how Mitch Please is. Eventually, Run CMC is going to have to take that L, So, and Waiting on a Breeze is on a stroll, so I'm going to keep on strolling with my brother and going with Waiting on a Breeze. Yeah, I agree. Same logic. CMC's had a couple close ones, and Waiting on a Breeze is a little bit on a roll, so let's give uh, Run CMC that L this week. And I know Run CMC is happy to have McCaffrey back, and that will definitely help. But McCaffrey having a tough matchup against San Francisco in in San Francisco land, so that's that's going to be tough for him. That's a, that's a good point. Yeah. Dak on a buy, coupon a buy. Ryan may not play, so yeah. Yeah, he's he's got some work yeah, to do. Yeah, I think I'm gonna gonna make that one unanimous. And nothing personal, CMC. You got to fall sometimes, brother. I'm going with Breeze as well. It worked for him last time, though. I think we all picked against him, and he ended up he winning. winning so yes. <laughs> maybe, maybe we're actually helping him out here. So you're welcome, CMC. Yeah. Yeah, we love you, man. <laughs> all right, the next matchup is those Hollywood Knights versus Morning Woods. Also a team on a hot streak and a team a little bit colder. <laughs> Definitely a lot colder. <laughs> uh, as of right now, the projections look uh, overwhelmingly in favor of Morning Woods. Uh, what say you, fellas? I'll go for a reverse jinx. I say the projections are are on point, and I go with Morningwood in this Morningwoods in this one. You like okay? You you wanted to go with Morningwood? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he likes Morningwoods. I yeah, think we all do. That's what I thought I heard him say. Yeah. Um, so I would I'm gonna have to agree. I think Morningwoods just the role that they've been on in the team that they have, and the matchups that they're going against Nick Chubb against New England is the it's probably the worst matchup on the board. So I think I can overcome probably maybe just a middle tier performance out of Chubb though there's some some good matchups on the other side I, yeah, I do I do think that your points right now are projected low and you'll you'll get higher so speaking we'll of see. like Connor if nothing else I think he he got and a good Juju maybe if, yeah. if if Rudolph comes back is at least it's not Big Ben but it's at least a little upgrade right I'm definitely uh, going up against Miami on that so yeah definitely both of you have quite a few juicy matchups so you both could do uh, far better than Flacco will not be there, by the way. That's <laughs> eh, probably a good choice. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of it depends on on who you who you pop in to fill that roster up. But uh, I think uh, Mr. Woods has been on a uh, on a pretty good little tear here lately, and I'm going to have to vote on it continuing. The next matchup are 
I mean, honestly, this we could call this one like the Ice Bowl because these these two teams are just cold here lately. The Holdouts and Dukes of Hazard meet up, and the Holdouts are projected to win by ten. What say you, fellas? It's tough. I mean, Mahomes is in. Kerryon Johnson's not playing. Kamara, I guess, is coming back. I don't know. I haven't heard. Oh, that's him. true. Once he gets that quarterback addressed, he'd probably It'll be, be projected ahead. It'll be projected more, but still, there's. But and then once Carryon Johnson gets addressed too, it'll probably be back to being equal. Right. Yeah. I, th- I think though he has Mahomes that will probably come out on the other side. Holdouts will have Carryon that comes out. You'll obviously have a little bit more production out of a quarterback than a running back. I think this one is definitely close, and they're both teams that are reeling and and are good owners that can write ships. So on this one, I'm just going to go with who I think has the healthiest, most talented player on their lineup, and that would be the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to go with Dukes on that one again. It may also, just because the holdouts with Kerry and Johnson on a bye is going to have to uh, – well, Kerry and Johnson hurt, I'm sorry, is going to have to make some moves because Zeke's on a bye, and he doesn't have any other running back. So he's got to – he's either have to trade or pick someone off the waiver wire, which is kind of rough yeah. this time of year to start a running back off the waiver wire. So, yeah, I think I think Dukes of Hazard gets it done just with uh, a little more depth this week. Yeah. Man, and that, that's interesting because if I remember correctly, Holdouts had just a ton of running back depth starting the season, didn't he? I think he had quarterback depth is what he had. So, I know he picked up Zeke and – yeah, Zeke Gordon, and Gordon. Zeke and Kamara and, and Gordon. Gordon. But Gordon's gone now somewhere. He's, um, oh, my, yeah, he's on my team. He'll be riding the bench for a while because he ain't doing shit. But um, He's going to be traded. At least he's healthy. Yeah. Did you trade? Was that how he got Com- uh, carry, on? carry on? Yeah. Okay. Well, man, you dodged a bullet there. Well, I don't know. He might have too because Gordon ain't done nothing either. Right. Well, some points are better than no points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I think, honestly um, – I was leaning the other way until that was pointed out that he really just doesn't have a running back to fill in right now. So, yeah, I'm going to go with you guys and say the Dukes gets righted this week. And uh, unless the holdout can pull some either trade or waiver magic, it's not looking too good just in week like eight. Just like magic. Do, 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 do. And then finally, we have I Made Chuck Norris Cry versus Jason's Team. And what a good name, you know, considering this is a, a Halloween episode. Yeah. Jason coming at you. Heck yeah. Like uh, for just, just for that, I'm going to go ahead and pick Jason's team. <laughs> Doing the theme right. <laughs> yeah. He's got some good matchups, too. Aaron Rodgers against Kansas City. I think the if way their defense looked the other night is, and I don't think that's how they play all the time. And Rodgers, you know, it's he'll he'll be able to keep on the, the yeah, hot streak. Yeah, they're definitely starting to click. Yeah. If he, he, if he lucks out, I don't know. What's the deal on Kamara's injury? Is he... Uh, well, that's the thing. If Kamara plays and Jason's running back depth is kind of the same as a holdout. So yeah, he's in, he's in a rough spot. Yeah, because Ingram's on a bye. Yeah. But the question also becomes, was Murray the better back this week? As far as? Did he play better than, than Kamara has in, uh, for most of the season? Uh, I don't know it's about that. It's tough to say if he played better. I mean, he got a full workload, a, a true full workload, right, which Kamara because, doesn't get anyways because of Murray. So right. He also visited that end zone a few more times. Yeah, no, I mean, it definitely Kamara. proves he's uh, capable. I mean, he's always been kind of like, you know, when he gets a chance, the Raiders, and he didn't really get a chance too much last year. But yeah, he's, he definitely proved he's capable. Yeah, I, and I, I think Stills with Fuller getting going out is going to eat oh, against Oakland. Uh, Stafford's going to tear it up against the Giants. So I, I think Chuck Norris is going to have a really good week. Like I said, I'm going to go with Jason's just because of the theme of the week. But 
Chuck Norris is going to have a good week. Yeah, I'm going to go with Chuck Norris in this one. Just uh, Yeah, I think uh, I'm leaning Chuck Norris as well. I will say, though, that I would swap that over to Jason if Murray gets that starting job again. True, if Murray gets a full yep. running back one. And he plays him. If he's a starter and he puts him in the starting lineup, that would be uh, the way I roll. Yeah. Otherwise, I, I think Chuck's got it again this week. Or got it this week. All right, so uh, I guess the last thing we want to do in, in predicting uh, or you know talking about this coming week is maybe say a few bold predictions. Talk about a bolds. Pumpkinhead, what you got for your bold? Uh, we'll go uh, back to the Redskins well. I'll say with Peterson and uh, Chris Thomas maybe a little banged up, we'll say Smallwood comes in and gets at least 20 points. Ooh. Wendell? Yeah, old Wendell. Old Wendell. There's a lot of small woods running around. He <laughs> 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 played decent. Has he yeah, ever? that's a Thursday night game against Minnesota. Twenty points against them, and yeah, all being, the Redskins. That's that, I think that's plenty bold. Yeah, that could be bold enough for the whole year. Yeah. We might not even have he to pick not, any other bold. <laughs> <laughs> he might not even get twenty for the whole year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he might not even get uh, twenty yards. Yeah, he may not even start. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's bold, man. That's 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 muy caliente. <laughs> well, Pumpkinhead brings it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So for for Beast Boys here, I have um, again. I was prepared, and again, I done forgot. So I, <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you write these down. But uh, yeah, so I think eventually, I really, really, really hope that I can jinx the worst team in the league. And give them a loss. So I'm going to keep on riding that wagon and say the Browns beat the Patriots cool. this weekend. I hope it comes true. Ooh, that's fine. What, what, what would you guys do when you wake up or if after the game and, and the Browns just lit them up? Slaughtered up. So I'll happy. go buy a Browns t-shirt. Yeah? Yeah. I'll sport so Browns happy. gear the rest of that week. That would be so awesome. I think I might throw a party. Yeah. Yeah. So Honestly, like, so if you guys are hearing this, I will buy some of your merchandise at the conclusion of you beating the Patriots. Do it. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. And uh, my bold prediction, I'm going to go back down to uh, my my hometown, uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. I'm really, really glad they finally made that change and got old Tannehill in there and have seen the uh, effects already as they pull a very narrow win or maybe the other team lost, depending on if you <laughs> watch that game. It was a weird game. A win's a win, though, fellas. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's turning around some uh, really talented and often underrated wide receivers. So this week I am going to say that both Corey Davis and A.J. Brown get 20 points or more apiece. There you go. Nice. In fantasy. In fantasy. Yeah. And who are they playing? Uh, yes. That team over there? <laughs> uh, oh, one, Tampa Bay. One Tampa Tampa Bay? Yeah. Okay. Tampa Bay's definitely got a strong run defense, but their uh, their their secondary is pretty weak. So yeah, I think with uh, I think Tannehill that in coming conclusion in. with Tannehill coming yeah. in, uh, they've got they're 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 in a good position to have a really good week, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah he definitely made most of their like you know obviously their their key guys more fantasy relevant. Yeah, I mean Johnu Smith had a heck of a, oh, game. a game. I mean, yeah. well, uh, in, in our league or, or in not? the uh, he was, he was. yeah. <clears throat> I think my voice just changed. It did. did y'all hear that? It was weird. We had uh, a we had a visitor. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on. But yeah, just a little tidbit. Uh, Corey Davis went from unowned and and nobody thinking about to a number nine wide receiver performance in the fantasy world last nice. week. Yeah. 
So certainly not, maybe not the boldest of bold predictions, but I say both of them get 20 or better points. There we go. Watch out for it, people. Bold. We bring in the hotness. Fire. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a little scary. So speaking of scary, did you guys have an opportunity to listen back and make a judgment call on our visitor last week? So I, I, I will say firsthand because obviously I was here. Yeah. Uh, Pumpkinhead uh, wasn't able to make it, so it was just us two, and we had some weird stuff happening throughout the whole, the whole show. Some some so- yeah. sounds that we didn't know if it was coming through or where it was actually coming from, and we even made comments that we ended up later editing out, so it just didn't make us sound like we were crazy. <laughs> um, but there was some definitely weird stuff going on, and so when you were taking the load off me this weekend doing the editing and you had texted me and said you know i'm seriously freaking out right now i just heard something that i know for a fact was not in the show yep and you asked me if i remember the transition between segments and hearing something and i said no and he's like well did you even say anything and i said no i was waiting for you to get out what the topic was right and Pumpkinhead, when you listen back what did you hear yeah, it was. I mean, it was pretty clear for like, especially if it was something that you know that you guys didn't do, which you clearly didn't. No, it was just like a. Sh- it's really weird too. Yeah, I, I, I really, it freaked me out. Like I said, um, the weird part is if, if I don't know if any of you out there do recordings and and stuff like that, we that use shit uh, picks up too. Like, yeah, I mean, well, EVP, not like this, but yeah definitely and that's that's actually something we could talk about a little bit um i know some people that have have used that in attempts to to reach out you know and try to get some information from the other side um but the interesting thing is as we're talking and recording this show we can see the sound waves of our voices you know on the on the program that we use and in that section i there was nothing yeah so it was like a straight line Meaning that the the um, program itself did not register a sound there, so it was just just everything about it to me was very bizarre. Yeah, it was just weird because I actually went to cut that section out, and then after texting you kind of mid edit, and you've been like, "Dude, leave it in there. I want to hear it." You know, because yeah, like, okay, I'm glad yeah, you did. I'm glad yeah, you did. I mean, I am too in hindsight, yeah. but I was I was definitely going to cut it out, thinking it was uh, some sort of interference or whatever, and then. Uh, you know, once I, I listened back to it a couple of times, dude, I just got those chills. You know, like when something freaks you out, oh, yeah. you just kind of get that chill. And I mean, nobody was here. Uh, there wasn't any, there was just no source for that sound outside of you and I, yeah. uh, Beast Boy. And, you know, knowing that we did not make it, it just, it, it freaked me out. So, so on that note, I think we all got a little motivated and a little, well, for one, I'll just take this opportunity now. We are recording and should there be someone here that wants to uh, to be heard, you know, go ahead and and uh, and Speak give on us this. yes, give us a sign. We'd love to hear it, um, and your voice will be put out there on the uh, interwebs for all to hear. <laughs> yeah, make yourself known. Maybe come up with a bold prediction, or figure out. Definitely. Yeah, you you hear a. I think. Yeah, I don't know how that stuff works. Josh Allen is the best quarterback this week. Oh wow, that that might have actually been him. Maybe. Maybe. Josh Allen. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, all joking aside, like if if something like that comes up, um, it's not something that we're we have a plan on. We're going to do any kind of you know editing or anything to put in there. 
uh, it's it's pretty cool to us if if and when that happens we want to be genuine about it so we'll see maybe when we go back and record we'll we'll hear something yeah but that being said i kind of it brought up a question and and goes right along and into our theme this week of halloween was kind of curious where you guys stand on your beliefs as far as the spiritual world do you believe in ghosts so i i definitely believe in ghosts i believe in aliens i believe in in all of that um do you believe in ghosts of aliens huh oh i guess that was that that, i mean i feel like that was a drop the mic kind of question yeah because i don't know if i've ever thought of that I mean, if you believe in both individually, I guess you'd have to. I guess you yeah, almost have to, but yeah. yeah. Would they also? Would they? They probably want to come here, though. They probably just visit their alien home planet. If so, if you were go, okay. Well, before we go too far, Pumpkinhead, do you believe in the spirit world? I do definitely. Yeah, I and, do too. And aliens, and Bigfoot, and Loch Ness. So you're just pretty much if it's if it's been suggested you're like it's yeah. on the internet I believe. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I I believe San Francisco pulled the lights out when Baltimore was kicking their butt, or was it the other way around in the Super Bowl? Right. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. What, so yeah, since we just crossed the whole alien ghost thing, like if you believe in ghosts, are ghosts limited to this world? Could they not visit Mars if they chose to, or how does that work? God, I don't know if they could. Have you ever even thought about it could. like that? No, no. no. That literally just hit me. Sorry if I derailed. Yeah, that I was going to say, I don't know if we've talked about now, this prior to, but Mars, I don't. Though. I mean, if I was a ghost, I would think, you know, I, yeah, I want to go see these aliens that may or may not exist. Yeah, I, I think I you're kind of just stuck here. Yeah? I don't yeah. think so. I guess it depends. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it'd be cool yeah, if you die and they just have, like, free roam. So you could like go wherever you wanted to, you know. Yeah, wow. I don't know if that's how it works. That could be its but... whole show, maybe. I don't know. That's an interesting topic. I, I'm curious now. It's got my mind working. But <clears throat> since we all uh, at least uh, seem to believe in the spirit world and whatnot, I think maybe we could go into the Halloween part of our show. Maybe share some experiences. But before we got into that, do you guys want to uh, share? Your fantasy team, Trick or Treats. Ding dong. <laughs> trick or treat. Yeah, I think that would be awesome to yeah, tie into cool. our uh, tie in to the whole Halloween theme. And I know we've had some some other suggestions come in through our emails and we definitely want to talk about those topics. We just thought that maybe this week we'd do the Halloween theme thing. So we appreciate everybody for sending in other topics. We will definitely get to them. But yeah, we're gonna go ahead and, and do the Halloween theme this week. And and Pumpkinhead, what you got for some uh, for some trick or treats? Yeah, I got uh, two of each. I'll start with uh, with a treat. One of my team's thin, so bear with me. But one of my treats uh, is Michael Gallup. Uh, basically, considering all the attention Zeke, Coop, and Dak got, I think Gallup ended up being a nice surprise. In week seven, notwithstanding in the games he played, he averaged 96 yards receiving yards per game which is actually third best in the nfl so that's a that's a nice little return for someone who didn't get drafted or got drafted late so i would uh he's been banged up a little bit missed a couple games but that's why i would consider him more of a fun size milky way he's not a full size but you know you still pull him from the bag and you're happy and it tastes good so he's he's one of my treats uh my other treat i would say is kyler murray uh, so far, he's been having weekly top 10 games, which is not bad for a rookie. He's even been as high as top five before. 
Uh, and I consider him to be the bright new Walmart candy. It's not brand name. You kind of want to try it. No one's really talking about it. But when you do, it tastes nice and you're happy you got it. And then I go to my two tricks, which is heartbreaking. I have Mixon has my first trick, Joe Mixon. And we heard all offseason about the new O, new offense, the revamped offensive line, how different it's going to be. Well, none of that happened. Mixon is having a horrible year. So I equate Mixon to that one house on Halloween that all your friends telling you about, about the one lady who lets you take handfuls of candy and just leaves the leaves the bag on the porch and says, hey, take the candy. So you go up there, you're happy, you hit it early and often, you reach in there and you come home with a bag of raisins. And no, no, Nobody likes that. <laughs> and then my last trick is Juju Smith. He's been a bit of a disappointment. Uh, he was my first, uh, he was my first round pick. He's also been playing with a second and third string quarterback most of the year. So it's not all of his fault. So I would liken him to a full-size Snickers bar that you get from uh, you get from your neighbor, but when you get home, you look close and the wrapper's open and there's a piece missing. So it's still a full-size <laughs> Snicker bar, but you can't eat it, and it's nothing that the Snickers did wrong. Yeah, it's so. kind of like the one that your mom makes you check over and then she tells you to throw away because it was right, already open. Right, but you want to eat it so bad. <laughs> I love the comparisons to candy. Yeah, we keep it Halloween. You know that was that was awesome, uh, Pumpkinhead, because you know we I wrote up a few things about my guys too, and I kind of did the same thing and went along the whole trick or treat theme that we were gonna do here. So you know I'll, I'll go ahead and jump in here next if if that's cool there, Chucky. Yeah, roll on, man. All right, so I'm gonna I'm actually gonna go opposite. I'm gonna do my tricks first because these are the kind of people that you know you you want to get out of the way. You want to leave the best and the big, the big full-size candy bars, if you will, or size boxes of, of stuff yeah. till the end. You know, you kind of get rid of all of the yuckiness first. I would equate the first guy, you know, to walking up to the biggest house in the neighborhood and being super excited because you know you're going to get a full-size candy bar. You ring that doorbell, you say trick-or-treat, and out comes a dentist and he gives you a <laughs> damn toothbrush. <laughs> And Robert Woods, you are my toothbrush. I drafted you in the sixth round, and uh, you know, you've had four bust weeks out of out of the seven we've currently played. <clears throat> You're ranked the 21st wide receiver, and you've only actually been in my lineup four weeks so far. And I drafted you so that you could be my steady, solid person on my team that I wouldn't have to worry about. But right now, the only really reason why you're on my team is because I love the name Morning Woods. <laughs> Every time I think about wanting to trade your well, ass, I, I can't. I'd have to change changed. my name, and I don't know if I can go without Morning Woods. <laughs> Good job, security. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was that was my first one, and the next trick I have is is kind of like. Um, the individually wrapped warheads you know something that you're okay with getting and but but usually you're either gonna get them out of the way or you'll save them to the end just because they're so eh and that's Robbie Anderson and just like with Juju not all of his tricks are because of his play you know he started off the season kind of banged up he's been starting with a backup quarterback lately so not everything's up to him but I also drafted him in the 10th round, so I don't have much stock in him, but he's somebody that can very well turn it into a treat because of his upcoming matchups. 
He plays Miami twice, Cincinnati, Washington, and the Giants. So right there, I could probably potentially turn that warhead into somebody I ride into fantasy playoffs. So I'm, I'm hoping that that trick turns into a treat. And so now it's time to get into those full-size candy bars that you're getting from unexpected houses. So you go up to the to the house that you have either heard is is notorious for just giving out junk or you know the the penny and the card or something like that. Ugh, and, they, and then and then they pump then they they come out of the door with full-size candy bars. And you know I kind of equate that to where I actually drafted somebody and what they've provided me for fantasy. And uh, first up is my Almond Joy. Almond Joy is, is no matter what, something I'm going to enjoy and I'm glad to have had. And he's going to be my steady in my lineup, and that's Darren the Baller Waller. Mm. You know, I, I, he wasn't even drafted. I grabbed him off of waivers. I spent $5 of my fab budget for him, so that's not even a lot. And right now he's currently ranked the number two tight end in fantasy football uh, with 105 points. And he's only had one bust week. For a tight end, I think that's pretty good oh, yeah, to only yeah, have definitely. one. Um, he's passed his bye already, so I don't have to worry about that. And at the moment, he's ranked even higher than Mike Evans and Travis Kelsey for fantasy f- uh, points. So with that being said, I'm definitely enjoying that full-size candy bar that is Darren Waller. And hopefully he can push me to a championship run because I don't have to worry about that tight end position so the next guy uh, should come as no surprise you know I've, I've pronounced my love for him on previous episode uh, but Chris Godwin is definitely my full-size bag of sweetest fish which is my favorite candy of really? all time um, you know <laughs> I love them things man I, I'm not sure I've ever had them honestly really I, mean, I oh know my. what they are but I just... yeah so like I used to eat them all the time when I was younger and then I don't know if they just stopped making them or I just stopped caring about them and then recently maybe in the last five years i've actually started getting back on them and that's leah for our anniversary for my birthday and for christmas will get me the big like big bags from bj's for me to to store off and eat and they're usually gone in a couple of days because it's just like handfuls at a time (laughs) they're kind of like a sour patch kids that somebody's already taken all the good stuff off of and that's exactly it the the red sour patch without the so it's not sour, sour. It's chewy? Right. Yeah, it's just the and, and chew the, part. Yeah. But, but don't downgrade the Swedish fish. No, they've been a popular fish. Because if you compare for... them to Chris Godwin, he right now is second rank among wide receivers, and he is the 12th fantasy player overall. So you might be sleeping on them fish, but I'll tell you what, they good eats. And good I will, eats. I will be eating Chris Godwin. Oh, hold on. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, finish your statement. <laughs> nope, please, I will please. stop there because I think I went overboard on that last episode. But uh, so I don't, I don't want any kind of, uh, any any kind of, um, what is that called when people don't want you near them anymore? Restraining order. Yes, I yeah, don't want any restraining order. order. Um, but you know, I, I kind of saved some time here, so I'm gonna I'm gonna break the rules. You know, I stayed out a little past curfew. I went Jeez. to an I went to an extra house. Oh yeah. You know, I went to this extra house because I knew. That I was gonna get something good at this one, and this one is a full-size box of Mike and Ikes, like the like the I'm fully packed that. Mike and Ike, right? And I drafted this person in the I drafted him. I can't even remember where I drafted him, but I know I drafted him to be my number one wide receiver and to be my bell cow, and that's Michael Thomas. He, he's the number one wide receiver right now in in football. 
and it's it's what I knew was gonna happen for yeah, him yeah, to be yeah. at least a top five so that's why I drafted him that way and despite Breeze being injured he's still balling out still putting him up and you know what going out past curfew and getting that extra box of Mike and Ike's and drafting him up higher is is worth the is worth it for in my opinion good. I went out past curfew and got you a flag up <laughs> so like you got the toothbrush candy with a razor blade in it. <laughs> oh, it's, it's like uh, uh, what's less than a penny? It's, uh, uh, we got. Apples, maybe you, you get just the card like saying a, trick or treat. <laughs> I got a, or I got a sticker. You're a super. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, you got like one of those little star stickers. Yeah, <laughs> like. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, um, I guess it's my turn, eh? Yeah. Let's see it, Chucky. Well, um, I think I'll go with the tricks first because. Uh, well, I'm just aggravated, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so with my second pick in the draft, I was happy to see OBJ fall to me. Yeah. He was uh, a highly coveted piece to my team that was built around wide receivers. And uh, so I was really happy to use that second pick on him. was thinking I had just some kind of full-size candy bar. Well, it turns out when I got home and the light was a bit better... He was actually old and expired Easter candy. <laughs> uh, he's just been an underperformer all year. And I can't say that it's entirely his fault. Because sure, he's tried to be a quarterback, a running back, <laughs> a wide receiver, a water boy, and just about anything else that could help the team win. So I will say, for an old piece of Easter candy, it still tastes kind of good. Easter, you got Easter candy on Halloween? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so that's been one of my duds, man. He's just really underperformed. And, you know, I guess I still kind of will eat it. You know, it's not. Yeah, it's candy. Yeah, that doesn't really expire. Cat's and then egg. the very next pick, with my third overall pick, I, I went with Damian Williams. And I was not a part of that group that thought he was uh, going to be anything less than stellar. I expected that to be a great start to my running back team. And, gosh. I don't know what he was. He wasn't even candy. Maybe like one of those homemade popcorn balls that's poorly wrapped and slightly stale <laughs> that the old old lady at the end of your street handed out yeah. and no one ate. Yeah. Or maybe a pencil. An unsharpened pencil. <laughs> one of the two, it was not a happy thing to fall into my Easter basket. So yeah, those two those two have just really I mean, Damian Williams has been non existent and they went out and even replaced him with a uh, Mr. McCoy. And uh, I think his future is looking pretty dim. Do you guys? Did you guys ever get one of those homemade popcorn balls? Do you know what I'm talking yes. about? Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah. Did you eat it? Probably. Yeah, I want to yeah. say yeah, I did. Yeah? Okay. And I probably liked it too. Same here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just scared of them. I usually, maybe it was just a lady in my neighborhood. They were yeah. just poorly wrapped, and like when you crunched them, they were just like super hard. It was. I mean, trick or treating back in the day, that was a conquest. I mean, you went out like three or four times if you had to. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You went home, nowadays, after five houses, I'm tired. Damn it. Yeah, yeah so give me the bag. So, my, my all time favorite candy has got to be the delicious combination of silky smooth peanut butter and wonderful chocolate. And that would be a Reese Cup. My team's Reese Cup has got to be my 10th round pick, super value of Lamar Jackson. Booyah. He's been delicious. And peanut buttery. <laughs> I feel like that restraining order might be being brought up soon. <laughs> and then the other treat I would it's like to mention. It's going to be me next week on the show, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the other treat that I would like to say that I've just been really happy and really surprised by, you know, when you go to a house and you're expecting, you know, maybe like 
one of those little teeny boxes of dots or a lollipop or you know just a, a decent treat nothing top of the line but something you know yeah. passable you know fairly good yep. you walk up to that house and you expect it and you see it out there and decide to grab it and instead they pull out this bucket and they have little bags full of goodies so there's like 15 20 treats and they give you oh, all you get at your once, goodie bag right? yeah, yeah a little goodie bag my little goodie bag was a terry mclaurin he's actually uh somebody i picked up off waivers i don't believe i spent really much of anything as far as or uh fab um and currently while he hasn't spent a lot of time in my starting lineup he is the 19th overall fantasy wide receiver which is pretty nice considering i'm needing to make up a little ground for obj yeah and I would like to say, since you did a little extra pick, I mean, he, and then this league does not use this position. I did want to point out the best treat ever, and I think you guys will Don't agree. Don't say it. He's going to say it. Damn when, it. Is when you walk up to a house and nobody's uh. there, it's just a big bag of unsupervised goodies, and it's a help yourself to treats. So you know we were all as kids, grabbed handful upon handful upon handful. Guys, you can't see this, but I'm looking around our little recording studio, and the disappointment in these guys' faces. <laughs> I can't believe they you're going to say this name. Say. I can't, but, uh, yeah, so the help yourself candy in my basket this year is the Patriots defense. Oh, I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I feel like I need a shower. It had to be said, though. I think they might be the top-scoring fantasy uh, commodity, Thank period, <laughs> in that league. Uh, yeah. So, sorry about that, guys. I just had to say it. Was it worth staying past curfew and picking that one up? I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I think they've helped win a few weeks. <laughs> so, yeah, I may have been grounded, and I kind of lost a little self-respect for what I just said. But, uh, yeah, they've been uh, they've been lights out. Yeah, well. Only one week, 10 points. Everything else has been in the higher 20 mark. Crazy. Yeah, they've been nuts. Sorry, that was totally out of our league, and I'm, I am ashamed. I do hate Tom Brady, <laughs> and uh, I don't know what else to say. Forgive me, guys? Uh, maybe. Can, can we, can we, okay. Yeah, you'll so, make it up in the next segment. Yeah, all right. So let's go back into, uh, that was our trick-or-treats. And if you guys have any that you would like to mention, uh, please leave us some comments. We're curious who you're seeing as your, your trick-or-treats this Halloween season. So we're talking a, bit, a little bit about our beliefs in the supernatural. Um, you guys both said that you believed, and I'm curious if either of you have a particular story you'd like to share with us that maybe led to you believing. Of course, I think we probably, at least the three of us, and probably a lot of you listening out there, have had some sort of experiences, whether they be something super minor as a, a light turning off or on and you don't know how that happened, or or you leaving the room and your pen is in one spot and you come back and it's it's in another. Or, that made me think of one. Thanks. Yeah? yeah? Okay, no, cool, cool. Yeah, there you go, real. see? Or, you know, you're doing a podcast and you hear thing, weird things coming out of speakers and there's nothing plugged into the speakers. Or, you know, you hear a strange voice while you're doing the editing. With, with that being said, I have, you know, a few s- small ones, but I also have a couple of big ones, too. Uh, so you want me to start off with a couple of the small ones and do some teasers? Sure. Sure, why not? All right, so. Get the mood set. Yeah. So, no, not that type of mood, right? No. No, no, okay. no. This, we're Halloween. Scary. Okay. Sorry. Well, that kind of was. That would have been scary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
frightened. <laughs> um, but no, so recently, you know, our, our house that we currently live in, you know, I have four kids, the youngest being in kindergarten. Um, so I'll, I'll every now and then feel like something's hitting my hip when I'm sleeping at night. And it, it's enough to actually wake me up. And uh, so I... I turn around and, and think that maybe it's it's my son has come in and said you know either he's had a bad dream or whatever like that but there's nobody there and it's it's been an, like I said it's been enough to wake me up and gone through the covers or anything like that so I don't think it's something that I'm dreaming uh, the other night my wife actually heard something turned around and thought she saw him standing next to her so she turned on the light and he wasn't even there so you know that one kind of was a little freaky. You know, I've had times where I've gone in a bathroom and thought I've seen uh, like a, a smaller figure out of the corner of my eye. And, you know, you get those chills and your hair yeah. stands up and, and you get a little freaked out. But, you know, little minor things like that that you're like, I don't know if it's just my mind playing tricks on me or if it's actually what I'm seeing. But for us that believe, I think it's actually what we're seeing. And I think there might be some sort of little... And I don't think it's bad. Everything so far has just been kind of like little taps or something like that. So nothing yeah, major how, is happening. That's but how it gets you, though. Yeah, they, they, they get that trust where it's, oh, it's just friendly, you know. And then next thing you know, you yeah. come home and... Yeah. Well, Floating yeah. and head spinning around. Yeah. Yeah. But that's some of the minor stuff, you know, outside of the other minor stuff. So we'll get into the bigger ones later. But what do you guys have? Any small yeah, minor I mean, ones? I'll, or? I have a sm- I'll, when you mentioned that one thing, it sort of uh, had a small story click. It's kind of a dumb story, but... I, uh, when I was 18, I moved to, uh, after high school, I moved to North Carolina for a little while and stayed. My dad knew someone uh, in the business who let me basically stay with him, and I was 18. This guy was, I think, 40, but he had a lot of extracurricular stuff going on, so he was never home. So I basically had the house all to myself all the time, which was cool. And it just started with, with uh, weird stuff at first, kind of like Jamie was saying, where like the lights would come on and off doors would sort of open in the middle of the night and then close and I had I had been staying at his house and his brother came by to visit me one time and his brother said that I because I, I asked him about the house and his brother was like yeah that shit's haunted and I was like oh fuck because I was gonna I was gonna be there you know myself you know do you hear that Mm-mm. oh yeah weird so I don't know if those are come up in the recording because last week it didn't but around that time when we heard the voice there was this you hear it, Brian? Yeah, I hear it, yeah. Um, and it hasn't been going on at all until right now. Yeah. And same with last week. Yeah. It didn't happen well, at all until now. So we asked it for a sign, and maybe it's like doing all I can. Maybe it's just a little weak little fella. And that's well, all we can let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's not tease it. By weak, he doesn't mean like anything derogatory. <laughs> just, but like seriously, you hear that, right? I heard it, so yeah. we were, that was happening. A few, that happened a few times last week around the time that that sound came in. But that particular noise did not come through in the recording. It was just through the computer, like the speakers themselves or something. Yeah. So anyway, sorry to get off on that, but I wanted no, to point that out. Yeah, no, it, no. Right was, now, if we're hearing any weird stuff in the thing, which none of us know at this point, but that was weird. Go yeah, ahead. no, I'm sorry. Definitely weird. No, mine's about done. Like I said, just a lot of weird, dumb stuff happened. And I had, I'm trying to think, I was 18, so this was... I, I I was dating this one girl and just I was writing her like a letter. I don't know. It sounds dumb, but you know, 20 years ago, people wrote letters like this. <laughs> and so, uh, and I was writing her a letter, and I was on the back porch. He had a he had woods and everything, and it was just me. And I was writing her a letter, and uh, I went. Uh, I got up to go to the bathroom, and when I came back, like the pen that I was writing with was literally taken apart. 
Like everything, yeah. like the spring and everything was just like taken apart. Ooh. And just like the weirdest thing. And like the guy was 40, so he had plenty of alcohol. And I literally did not, I mean, I didn't have any friends. I don't, even, I had like the, remember the old offer windows, like work yeah. vehicle? That's yeah. like what I drove down there. Not a sponsor. So, yeah, right, right. So that's, <laughs> right, not anymore. So, so that's all, uh, so that's all I had. So I literally just uh, drank myself to sleep that night. Uh, it's not really dang. scary, but I mean, no. in the moment, you know, but when, that's when you're... the thing. It's not necessarily that it's scary. It's that these are the things that have happened that have led us to believe that there's well, right. more. Right. I mean, when you're 18 years old, yeah, you're you're by yourself and you literally are writing something. You get up to go away and the pen is literally just taken apart. That's, yeah, that's I always thought weird. that was weird. Yeah. 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 I think a lot of the stories that we might say today, or just in general that you hear, might not particularly mean that they're scarier it's it's scary it's just like Stuff like you said um chucky is just something that makes people know that there is something else that's going on and yeah the paranormal does exist and yeah. you know i think those that don't believe potentially are just ones that either haven't experienced it yet yeah. or don't quite know that that's what they're experiencing and right. they just they chalk it up to something that. else right like my mom her house is crazy haunted but they never they don't, she always says, well, there's no ghost in my house. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, yeah, my mom is, is very spiritually connected. And, you know, so I kind of grew up. Uh, we, we had actually quite a bit of different experiences. But one that I remember, I guess, maybe getting into a little bit larger story. But the reason that I really believe was, you know, growing up, I, I would have these recurring dreams about this blonde lady that I, I don't remember ever meeting you know but i would just have these dreams over and over and this blonde lady in this pale blue dress with these dark blue flowers would be in these dreams over and over again and it was never a scary thing it was never like you know i was worried you know it wasn't associated with that at all but it was just this person that i could very clearly see that kept coming to my dreams you know so at about the age of somewhere around 12 or 13 i decided to ask my mom about it because i'm like you know is this somebody that i used to know or what you know just couldn't place it was wondering if there was something I should be worried about you know why am I dreaming about this this person all the time and my mom's face went white you know when when I mentioned it and so she started explaining to me that when uh, my brother and I I'm a twin so when we were uh, you know growing up we were we, we shared a room and my mom would hear you know going on in the room everything would be quiet and then all of a sudden Jason and I would be laughing or playing or giggling or having a good time or whatever so she wouldn't think any much of it you know and like think maybe we were entertaining one another or whatever and one day she decided to come back and see what we were up to and when she came into or came to the doorway of the bedroom she said that there was a blonde lady and this, you know, the, the, the way I, exactly how I described it from the dreams, a blonde lady in a light blue dress with dark blue flowers was leaned over our uh, bassinets or cribs or whatever they were playing with us, you know, and we were, so we were responding to her. Um, she was just there playing with us as babies and we were good and God and having yeah. a good time, you know. Um, so, I, you know, like while she's telling me this, I'm freaking out because I'm like, right. whoa, you know, but she said, and then, you know, when whatever it was, when the, the spirit noticed that she was there, it would kind of startle and, and disappear. Yeah, huh. And my dad, you know, so and that happened multiple times where they, they would come in and see her playing with us, you know. Well. So, my, like I said, my mom's always kind of had this this yeah. real spiritual connection. My dad has never really been one of those type right. people, but he, he said the same thing. He, he had seen her, too. So they don't know who it was or anything, but they they said they always felt comforted and we were always happy like the sounds were always joyful and whatever. So whomever it was that, that I dreamt about, I guess, until my mid teens almost 
Yeah. Uh, it was a spirit that came and played with me and my brother wow. when we were babies. That's nice. that's wild. Yeah, it's kind of kind of creepy, but yeah. not, you know, not in a scary way, but just like dang. Yeah. So yeah, that 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 kind of that and other things with mom uh, growing up, but that was definitely the main one that was like wow. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, you, you guys remember old Dizzy, right? Yeah. Or, okay, I just I just texted him because I was trying to, I knew we had so many more like stories, and I was trying to get him. I was like. Come on, remind me of a story, like, because we know we had so much stories, and then he reminded me of uh, of one time with uh, Brandon, my my oldest son at the time, he was five, and we were staying in at King George when uh, Brandy's Brandy's uh, parent, you know, parents used to live there, and we and we'd stay there when we first got married, switching houses between mom's house and and in uh, her house, and he was probably. Uh, he was little at the time, and he he had a remote control car, and he kept on. And it, me and him were the only ones up, and it was like down. It was downstairs at nighttime, probably two o'clock, because he couldn't sleep. So I brought him downstairs, tried to get him to sleep. And he had a remote control car that he kept on driving into the uh, into the dining room. But he'd drive it into the dining room, and and he wouldn't he wouldn't go get it. And so I would get off the sofa because I was trying to sleep. I had to work, so I would get up and get you know and get it, and then he would drive it in there again. And then finally, I got frustrated as every you know, he was like you know, four or five years old, keep me awake. And I said, Brandon, you gotta go, you gotta go get that that thing. I'm not gonna keep getting it. And he was like, No, I can't. And he said, and baby talk. And he was like, No, I can't. And I said, Yes, you have to. So I got it one more time. And then he and then a little little shit did it again and ran it under there. And so finally, I got really mad. And I said, Brandon, you have to get it. And then he said, No, he can't. And then he pointed to his head, and he said, He said, Hole, hole in head. And I said, What are you talking about? He said, Man, hole in head. And so I was like, and and then he basically pointed in the corner, saying that there was a guy with with a hole in his. I don't know if he did. did I, I, remember, I remember. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah and then so, I mean, it was completely black. And then so, you know, I don't know how it got resolved. I mean, I guess we just went upstairs. But the next day, I was telling the story to at the time my uh, my wife's mother, and she was saying, "Oh yeah, he was probably just uh, he was probably just talking to his uh, to, to to his great granddad, I guess her her father." And then she was like, um, yeah, and then, I mean, not to drudge up any family stuff, I mean, apparently, which I didn't know about at the time, and apparently, uh, you know, her father, you know, took his own life with a gun in the garage, and then that's probably where the hole in the head came from. Oh, wow. So, that was, so I remember at the time, yeah. it was just, uh, you know, it was like 2 o'clock in the morning, he said there's a dude with a hole in his head, and I'm like a scared shitless anyways, you know, I mean, <laughs> right. I, I, mean I mean, I like horror stories, but I'm the first one to... <laughs> To go into the Gerard, so, yeah, yeah, but I mean, I was, trying, I was trying to keep it strong for him. But I remember that was a that was a rough one. We got like that, that's definitely creepy. But in fairness, I will say that that your brother is probably the most cowardly of the group. Do you remember when we were out? Like we were actually out, kind of uh, ghost hunting, I guess I should say. And we were downtown after a night of drinking, and we may have been drunk, but we were out and we decided to check out Kenmore Inn because we saw like a light coming from the, I guess it's like building that's out in front there. There was like this blue light just coming out of that building, you know, so it just kind of caught our attention. We're like, hey, let's go check it out. And of course, Andy volunteered to be the noble guy who was. Uh, to stay with the girls off the premises, you know, like I mean, almost you know, forcibly stay because I think yeah, they wanted to come. Yeah, and he was like, right. "No, no, 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 let's stay here. I'll keep you guys safe." <laughs> so yeah, I, I just remember him kind of staying back to protect the uh, the girls, maybe. And yeah. uh, we went and checked it out though, and and both us, both of us, I remember, uh, 
were really for, kind of freaked out because we went up and just had this really weird feeling, and you we know, like when find the source. Going, like you talked you about know. earlier, like you know the, head, the the hair on your neck standing up. We're looking in there and couldn't see any source for that light, and there was just like this blue glow coming out of that building. Yeah, it was just freaky. Was, but, you know, and since then, since the uh, with the internet and stuff like that, I remember years years after that, I did uh, I did sort of look into that blue orb, and that's like a thing. Like, yeah. like a green light or like a, a blue light. I mean, I was reading that's actually a thing, a sign of like paranormal yeah. Oh, really? activity. Yeah. yeah. Dang. I know it was definitely, I, I remember feeling super creeped out. Well, because we were just kind of curious because it was yeah. like, I mean, it was after the bar had closed. So we're talking three in the morning. So yeah. we knew no one was in there, which is why we were trying to. I don't know what we were trying to accomplish, but... Yeah, probably just having fun. Well, I mean, Andy clearly was just trying to keep everyone safe and stay <laughs> right. stay far, far back from the uh, right. the danger zone there. Well, that, that does kind of remind me of a time that, that Chucky, me, you, and a couple of other friends that we had went out in some Jeeps yeah. back up in, in some woods, and we found some old... You know, it was an older house that was all boarded up and, and ivy all over it, so we kind of found a window that was open and we went in there and and we looked around a little bit and saw a whole bunch of old magazines and just random stuff the building seemed really creepy but we yeah i mean it was nothing scary or anything that happened in that right. building was it, it was like just a house, yeah it was it was an, it was, was a, actually a big house too yeah huh. and it was an old house i would i would probably assume from back in the yeah, yeah i mean i know about that days. house now since then i found out a lot of the history I remember behind it stories about but yeah we can go yeah. into that in a second if yeah you so we, we went into that house and then you know around it were other small houses that i would probably just assume that they were the helpers quarters yeah you know and yeah. and so we went over to one of those and as soon as we walked up to the to the door hanging in the door was like little stick figurines oh. made that were wrapped up kind of like when Blair Witch was out and yeah. the witch oh, was yeah. making those things yeah. that's yeah. that's what it looked like yeah. right God, it was so creepy and when we made it past the doorway crazily we went in and it looked like people had just been living there like there were yeah. picture like, albums there were clothes there yeah. were sofas it looked like kids toys yeah the, somebody had like literally just ran away you know like because they heard us coming oh so do i and that, that i can actually like i said there's a story behind why huh. it's not but the the um yeah there were doll heads hanging from strings from the ceiling just yeah like it, it, like you couldn't have set up a house to look any creepier than this place was right I mean, it was it was terrifying honestly yeah. like just the weird books and like i, I just remember all of us were like what the hell yeah we're just like what is what is and then I think it was almost right around the time that Blair Witch was out too. So the, yeah, been, yeah. those things were kind of in your head, and you're like, D- "Is something like that going right. on here, where something's making these things, yeah. or is somebody making this just to keep people out, or what's going right. on?" Yeah. You know. And then you go to the next building over, and and you walk up. This it's not as scary. Uh, it's more kind of like a barnish, but there's not as much freaky stuff going going on in there but you kind of walk up the stairs and like you hear these weird noises and stuff and you shine a light over there and these these turkey vultures that just look over it's the mama vulture and a couple of baby ones and i think that just set off the rest of the night um with what we were looking at probably the scared the most scared i've ever been in my life though because we had you had walked up these little like old barn rickety like stairs you know that went around the perimeter we get up to the top like the attic area and one of us i can't remember who just happens to shine their flashlight over 
uh, to the left side of the barn, and you see this just horrible-looking creature, yeah. like, just turn its head to look. <laughs> and the only thing I remember is all of us just screaming and, and bolting out of there. They just yeah. took off. Like, Little babies. It, <laughs> I, I, was, yeah. I was maybe the first one out of there. I don't know. I'm not going to lie. I was terrified. Well, the crazy thing is we didn't go up there to do that stuff we were just going to ride the jeeps around on on, yeah. on a trail yeah and we happened to cross the depot, those right? where the home yeah, depot well, is now now i guess or? just yeah now it's out of wild subdivision the reason it's called out of wild is because that house was out of wild manor and it was oh. actually a house that predated the civil war and was used as a confederate hospital oh wow so that, oh, that the man, big I house wish I was still yeah, it, oh, it was so cool, man. We went through there one time. There was something like 17 marble fireplaces in the main house. I mean, it was this huge... Yeah, it was, it was a big a, house. Yeah, I mean, so anyway, I actually, because, long story short, the, the land was sold for this development, the Idlewild, right. and without starting too much drama or whatever, even though it had been there for 100 years or whatever, uh, after it was sold for that development, the the main house was, was registered as a historic landmark and needed to be preserved, which probably interfered with that developer's plans, and it caught fire and burnt down, almost like all within a week. So, like, um, I actually had talked to a guy that used to be the mayor of the town who... Uh, works at a place downtown here, you know, and he was telling me some of this stuff about it. But it was just very coincidental that the house suddenly caught fire, you know, yeah. and burnt down to where it would no longer be something that had to be maintained as a historical uh, place. But yeah, so it, it was used as a Civil War hospital. Yeah. Um, well, it definitely looks it looked scary going in, and yeah. I, I when we were going in, we didn't really feel anything or see anything it was weird we yeah. went down into the boiler room which yeah. was you know not supposed to be where you want to go no. if, if you're trying to look for scary things but nothing real though it yeah. felt like you probably should have and just how every the the mood was set and everything it probably should have happened but nothing really happened maybe we just went on an off night they were at the other buildings I'm or so something but that, that you guys have these that you guys have this visual because i'm trying to picture it <laughs> that was it really was one of the cool like if you yeah. could picture what a what a haunted mansion would look like yeah. from the outside the main house looked I remember like you that. Yeah. i mean it was boarded up it was yeah. just one of the coolest things ever it happened to be surrounded by a really a pretty cool little off-roading trail area you got to drive through a creek and the whole nine yards so it was right in the middle of town you didn't have to go anywhere and then it became a thing we did for several years we would just go up there and explore the, the grounds there and uh, take new people each time we went you know to freak them out because it really was it was just a creepy spot yeah man. and then like you said when i think it the burned down I, I really don't when remember exactly around that time with well the, yeah it was right before they started yeah it was literally right before they started uh, clearing it out for that subdivision yeah. um yeah, so it, it was a part of the reason it, you know, it's assumed that it burnt down maybe yeah. less coincidentally than, than you might want to think. But, um, one, you know, regardless, it's gone. I think all that's left now is the brickwork. There's like a, where, you know, it's one of those places with the huge chimneys and stuff. But the, 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 the part that, that uh, Beast Boy had referenced was one of the little outhouses, you know, the yeah. extra houses that were out around it. Because it was surrounded by probably, I think there was three or four small houses around it. Yeah and then a barn as well so like uh and those were where it was like the the, the major creepy stuff because they like i said it looked like somebody had been chased out of there nice. and left behind just this ridiculously satanic collection of dolls yeah. and and just awful stuff yeah and huh. we could stay on this story forever because it was really cool uh, yeah. experience and like other than the freaky stuff that we saw nothing freaky actually happened to us like we didn't see anything scary or right. nothing like yeah, it, I mean, it was 11, 12 o'clock at night, yeah. and 
Um, the, I think another thing to add to the creepiness is how overrun the area was. The grass was like knee high, you know, yeah, but, it wasn't but everything in the house was not like it wasn't super dusty. It didn't look right. like those were closed from the 70s. Yeah, in that particular house, the door was wide open. Yeah. It wasn't like it was closed off or anything, so it couldn't have like been left like that for long. Yeah, that I mean, probably. looking that's back, we, that's probably yeah. what it was, yeah. and they were just doing some weird <laughs> stuff, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was it was super freaky. Yeah. But the the big mansion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, hello. The, yeah. There's a ghost some, for you. <laughs> some frogs just ran across the floor. Um, but yeah, the big the Idlewild Manor itself, it was actually boarded up and everything, and the, like that would, took a little more creativity to to get inside and look around. But yeah, yeah we gotta um, find something else like that. Uh, it's, yeah. it's like Fredericksburg, you know, there's shit like that around here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I actually have a book that talks about some areas around here. It's um, down to you because the Civil War is like crazy. Yeah, there's like an old abandoned. Um, well, we gotta do that. Before we need to find a place that allows you to sleep fairly. over. Like if it's a super scary, I mean, I know there's places, well, but yeah, there's like, hotels and like stuff a like closer yeah. place, like uh, there's one in West Virginia. That's the most scariest, like yeah. slaughterhouse, or like yeah. you know what could have been a mental do hospital. Do you think or whatever. if we if we committed to going as a group, you'd you'd do it? I'd do it. I'd do yeah. it 100. percent I would just need one more person. Yeah, but I would. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't go solo. I'm yeah, I wouldn't go by myself. Yeah, it definitely have to be a bunch of people. I mean, some of those um, places. What was that one? The, you talk about the, where you have to sign a waiver. Is yeah, the West Virginia one. Yeah, yeah it's, I think it's actually a, it was like an, an insane asylum. That'd I think. Yeah, but it's literally supposed. I think it's just across the line into west virginia so, so it's not a far drive from yeah that, at most we, we got to it for halloween yeah it's pretty I mean, close yeah. that one would be place awesome. amber and i went one year uh, it's a further drive but we went to uh, eastern state penitentiary oh yeah which is the first penitentiary in the u.s up in uh yeah. philly you want to talk about a creepy spot and they do uh, we had gone during the day like it was nothing you know just toward it still creepy as crap but they do a halloween thing every year yeah where they they invite people to go in and do the tours at night Dude, that place would be freaking. Oh man, yeah, that all this stuff. Talking about all this stuff, bringing up other stories. You know, I think we're at a good time now, but we still have a couple stories to to go. So, those of you that are listening, thank you for staying on this long. You know, we like talking about this stuff, and we want to keep talking. I think we each have a couple more. Um, and you know, if, if you want to stick with us, you know, thank you. So, yeah. you know, I know Pumpkinhead, you had, you had, sorry, I was going to call you by your own name. I almost <laughs> forgot your. <laughs> I was waiting. I was like, yeah, well, how, which one am I going to answer? But uh, do you have anything else you wanted to. Yeah, but I got that, I got, I got the weird one with my wallet. It's, 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 it's not scary. It's just like a head scratch. We, we had done, uh, at, you know, my parents' house. Of course, they don't know about it all the time. We did Ouija board tons of times and. In, in their basement my parents basement is like one of those basements where like half is <laughs> that damn ghost again where like half is finished and the other half isn't finished but they have doors and stuff so we just always do the ouija board down there and uh yeah one time uh, after taunting the ouija board all night showing us this, was this, is it stinky <laughs> is it I'm, I'm just waiting for it to be no, and so i'm wondering far, if the sound yeah. comes over on no, the far, no i smelled it's all right <laughs> it's all right but uh, I it's not the feet, mango maybe, wheat whatever that beer. Was. Oh yeah, it could be just, just a little mixture, <laughs> mango beef, <laughs> roast mango. But yeah, so we uh, uh, after you know, long story short, after doing a whole bunch of dumb stuff on the Ouija board, I went to uh, get my wallet the next day to go to work, and I couldn't find my wallet, which isn't like a huge deal, you know. You just misplaced my wallet, but after a couple, after you know, a day or so of really looking. 
you know, I just I couldn't find my wallet. So I went out. I remember went to the DMV. Uh, got my got a new license. Uh, got a new bank card or ATM card at the time. I don't think they they were like they, there was ATM cards yeah. back then. Yeah. And then uh, and then got a new wallet. And then like thought nothing of it. And eight, nine, ten months later, I was at my parents' house taking a shower. And I reached in the linen closet to get a towel, and there was my there was my wallet with with everything intact. And I mean, that's not scary, but it's like you know, we didn't come. Pete, uh, this is eight. This is eight months later with like my brother and myself living at that house, using those towels, taking a shower, mom doing the laundry. Yeah. Know, so it was like a cycle of towels had gone several <laughs> just times. Just everything, but, yeah. and it's not like you know, mom and dad didn't believe in ghosts, so it didn't matter. Me and Andy aren't like pranksters, you know. I mean, he's not going to hide my wallet for a year and then just put it under the thing. So. I'm going to show him. Yeah, yeah so... It, and it, it, what it, commitment he would have if he yeah. did it for eight months? That was months. a long con on that oh, one. Wow. Make him go to the DMV and everything. Oh, it sucked. But yeah, so I mean, that was just like the weirdest thing. But that was on top of just like a bunch of other always weird stuff in the happening in the basement, like, you know, knocks on windows, knocks on doors, shit going missing... Uh, you know, one time, I, one time I saw I was I was grounded, and I was at the my room was at the end of the hallway, and I was grounded for something. I don't know. I was like 15, and I and I went to uh, I went to go pee, and my mom was walking up the stairs with like a like a basket of laundry, and I said hey to her. I can't remember if she said anything back because it was like just a normal thing, you know. And so I go back to my room because. It, as I was walking out, I saw her. So I go back to my room. I was doing my homework at the table, and I could see all the way down there. And and she never she never came upstairs. Which again, it, no red flags. You know, she turned around. So I did my homework. I went downstairs to get a drink, and mom and dad were watching TV, and like mom was wearing something completely different. And I said, I remember said, I said, hey, didn't you? Uh, weren't you just coming upstairs to do laundry? And she said no. And I said, would you just change your shirt? And, and she was like, no. And, of course, Dad probably was like 15 or 16. Dad probably thought I was, like, on drugs. He was like, he was like what are you talking about, Brian? But I let it die. But, I mean, it was, it was like just, just another weird thing. I mean, I physically had a conversation with a lady coming up the stairs who wasn't my mom, and then that never happened. So just wow. a whole bunch of weird shit at the house. That's freaky. Yeah. Yeah, when we first moved here, because I moved here in fifth grade, and we moved into a, a subdivision called Hollybrook. And at the time, it was, you know, it was – on the Hollybrook side, it was the main strip, and then the Crestwood, which is where I lived off of, so it was a road off of that, and then there was nothing behind it. Now there's more roads and houses. So off of that was just woods in between our road. and yeah. Hollybrook's the first one? Hollybrook Cobblestone? Yeah. Yes, Hollybrook's yeah. the first one. And, you know, when we were kids, we'd always walk back in the woods, and you'd go through where they did the trenches, and you'd see all that stuff out there. Um, but the very first night we moved in, my great-grandfather and my grandfather were down helping us move in. And we had a tri-level, so my, they were laying downstairs, sleeping downstairs while we were up in our rooms. And I didn't experience this, but just from the stories that my great-grandfather had, had said is, throughout the night he kept hearing talking and digging. You know, and the talks were kind of conversations that he would equate what would have been old speak and something that he would have assumed would have been in Civil War times and maybe them digging trenches or whatever. But every time he would turn on the light, there was nothing there. And it happened multiple times throughout the night. Yeah, it it just happened multiple times throughout that night. And it was enough to where my great-grandfather never came to visit us again. And like I said... In that house, we always experienced small little things, TVs turning off, things like that. My neighbors said they would always see soldiers walking through the woods. 
and to where they actually would call out hey get out of my yard and stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah. and it's yeah. nobody there so you know there's definitely stuff around this area because of the history oh, yeah. that we have uh, with the civil war yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, we should have started this podcast a little <laughs> earlier it's dark now it's getting dark outside <laughs> um Derek, good thing you have your family here tonight so yeah um god bless you but probably one of the things that like i never physically saw it but one of the things that used to scare me the most was when i first started dating my wife um we would stay the night at her her parents house but i wouldn't be able to stay in the room with her so i stayed in a room that's down in the basement and it had a bunk bed in it and i just for whatever reason because i'm not the way to feel scared about anything i don't get bothered by ghosts i don't ever feel one way or the other on them as far as being scared or not right yeah so but there was just something about that room that i felt off on you know, I just never felt comfortable in it. I never slept well in it and everything like that. And whenever I would shut the closet door, because it was kind of like one of the walk-in closets that was long. Uh, so you'd walk in and you could probably go for five feet, even though it was maybe three feet wide. Yeah. Right? So you'd walk in and there was just clothes and toys and stuff in there uh, from her nephews, nieces. And every time I'd go to bed, I would shut that door. But if I would wake up in, in the middle of the night, it would be open. And same with the door to the room, because I was always one that would close the door to the bedroom when, when sleeping. So I would wake up, and it would be somewhat cracked, you know, maybe a foot open, you know, not fully open, but enough that it wasn't shut enough like I was. Yeah. Open it. Yeah, I'd still have to open it to get out, right? right yeah. You know, and and I would definitely close it before going to bed. And it's not a door that you know is just off off jam or off right, kilter to yeah. where it, it will open, right? And it was enough freakiness to make when I did sleep over there after a while, I put a cover above from the top bunk to the bottom bunk just so if I did wake up in the middle of the night, I just wouldn't see some random stuff or notice that the door was open and it just totally so freaked me out. I, just a classic cover defense. Yeah, the cover defense. I mean, you. How you long were you? I was going to say, how long have you and Ashley been together? I mean, I was graduated from high school at that point. So but. This is, okay, after high school, you were still using that. Because covers, I will admit, have always kept me safe from stuff when I'm it's sleeping. It's a sound defense, but one yeah. that I. I just, I just connected that you were telling the story. I'm like, wait a second. So you, you were pretty much a grown up. Yeah, and like I said, yeah. I don't get scared from this stuff. Yeah. Like when I heard the thing from our podcast, and <laughs> and I knew what we were talking about. When I feel things at night, and yeah. you know, I get up and I look around. If I hear something downstairs, I'll get up out of my bed and I'll actually walk to see if there's something there. You know, I'm not the type that gets scared, but there was something about that room that totally put me off the norm yeah. and my wife even says to now that she hated being in that house by herself yeah. i mean it's out in the middle of nowhere and this is the one in hollybrook no this is oh, my it, yeah okay. that was my house this is my wife's house which is way out in spotsy county and on 10 acres of land and nothing but woods uh, and yeah. you know it's it's I'll pitch dark yeah. and it's just it's just a creepy feeling at night let alone if you start having weird things happening sure. and so she just never was comfortable and just some of the stories that i've heard and and everything uh i just glad i didn't have to worry about staying in there but a few times yeah. and you know that's that's my probably my scariest story that i have because of how it made me feel all yeah. the other things never made me feel scared even though i right, felt yeah. and i see things or whatever they don't make me feel scared but that one literally made me feel 
Yeah, and those yeah. are the Weird. worst too. Just like, like because even like my mom's basement at night, I still don't go down there, but not because Basement's I'm scared. Suck in it's just yeah, you just like you said, you feel off. Like it feels just like, like you're maybe like you're you walked in on something that you weren't supposed to walk in on. I mean, it just feels like right. like the vibrations and everything are just weird. Yeah, when you walk into certain places. I definitely agree. Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely be down for us making a trip. Oh, I do. That'd be so sweet. I think it'd be fun. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about it forever. That'd be that'd be a cool destination. Um, I, I've definitely, like I said, I've had a lot of different things. I do believe I, I've I've seen. I do believe I've seen ghosts several times in my life. And uh, one one story in particular, I think I'll actually save for uh, when Kadunkadunk does her uh, <laughs> when she does her segment because she was uh, she was involved in that one. So nice. I think I would share my other. I'll, I'll wait cool. and share that one with her. Yeah, for um, sure. But yeah, I think um, mainly we're all pretty excited about Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think we're stoked. I love this time. Same you know, I, I like I said last podcast. You know, I love summer, but October is just an awesome month. I love being scared. We went to King's Dominion, not a sponsor, uh, Halloween haunt yeah. this past weekend for my daughter's uh, yeah, birthday yeah. party. Been this year. It's pretty good. Like so we brought. Um, my two older boys, my my youngest son, obviously my daughter, and three of her friends, and we weren't sure how they would act. You know, I knew my two oldest would be okay. They actually met up with friends and went off. So right. it was me, my wife, and then the then the four or five younger kids. And um, you know, it was it was pretty good. They have boo necklaces, unfortunately, that you have to pay for, which sucks. You have to pay you for, to pay for them. Yeah, yeah it's they're fifteen bucks pay. a pop. So they don't scare you. Oh, yeah, that's such a jerk move. Dude. It, it is. You it, should be for free, especially. For, it used to yeah. be. I thought. Yeah, I don't know. This is the yeah. first time we've. I've actually ended up having to buy one, but they have haunted oh, houses so everywhere. The makeup on the people are really cool. It's just it, overall, it's a great time. I wish I didn't have to. It was super crowded. Like I've never been there that crowded. So Ugh. I never got scared myself because they either scared somebody else or because I had was surrounded by blue blinking lights that (laughs) weren't supposed to be scared but we did go into a haunted house and four out of the eight people that went in came out bawling crying um yeah so i mean they're all little nine-year-old girls that were but i feel bad for making that happen but um they all said they wanted to and they were willing to go in and afterwards they were to the point where they had to sit down and because they were (laughs) shaking and they were bawling yeah and i thought it was great and that's, that's i mean that's part of what the charm is even though you know it sounds oh, traumatic yeah. that's part of what makes it cool you know being scared is a cool experience especially you know in that context where yeah you're you're, you're safe you yeah know. but it's I, I i've always enjoyed those moments you yeah. know scary stuff they've got a several good things around here i remember i can't remember where it was i think down in ashland they used to do a like a haunted hayride thing yeah, oh, yeah. where it would take They're you out and drop you off they still do is it yeah yeah i remember that being a lot of fun and yeah. the, the people you know where the people actually chase you and you've got to kind of run and crawl through these little things yeah. that they've set up that one was a pretty cool experience yeah, i used to drag Estelia to those all the time yeah and she hated them yeah but I, they were so fun they are fun um well i think uh unless you guys was there anything else halloween scary related y'all wanted to share today no, no, I don't think so. We could go on for hours. Yeah, yeah we could. I mean, and I know we've been on for a while, so I just want to say, everybody, be safe. Thanks for listening. 
hit us up on Facebook. You know, let us know what you think. If if you have any scary stories you'd like to share, or what you think about our episodes, That'd be cool, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we can, share them. Yeah, we'll yeah. Them. We're all like huge fans of, of of all this stuff. So if anybody has like a you know a ghost story or something that they've experienced and they want to share, man, definitely leave that. Definitely. That would be really cool. And uh, you know, we get another episode in here before Halloween. Maybe we could share what you've shared cool. if if uh, it's cool with you guys. That being said, next week we are going to touch on an extra uh, football topic or two. We had a really really good a question submitted by a listener and totally want to wanted to give that it's it's just do and research and, yeah. and be able to answer it appropriately so we all kind of want a little more time to research our responses but a big shout out to uh to the holdouts owner zachary kaufman uh who uh presented us with that question it's it it should lead to a really good discussion yeah that one's gonna be fun yeah and, yeah and cool. just just a good uh thought-provoking question they sent in uh, so we will we will get into that next week, uh, along with any stories maybe you guys have shared. Awesome. All right. Well, all I can say is uh, a trick or treat, everybody. <laughs> trick or treat, everybody. Be safe, and we are donezo. Peace. Done. All right. As we continue the. Halloween episode. We're joined now with our famous end of the show host, Miss Kadunkadunk. Hi. Hello. And we have another little special guest. We will call her Mini Kadunkadunk. Yeah, Mini Kadunkadunk. <laughs> please, please don't. Hi. 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 How's it going? It's good. It's Spooktober. I'm gonna leave now. Oh, all right. Well, all right. thanks for joining us. Bye. No problem. Goodbye. I just ran into the door. That was a really, a awkward really awkward yeah. preteen. Yeah, our awkward preteen wanted to be part of the show. So hey, why not? It's a family affair. That's right. All right. So, um, in case you didn't know, we were um, celebrating the holiday coming up, Halloween. We did talk some fantasy football there at the beginning, like we always do. But we ended up getting into sharing. One, whether or not we believe in ghosts, and if we do, why? Yeah, I listened to to part of it already. I was kind of cheating and did the the pre-listen. So happens when you leave me alone with the computer. Yeah. Continuing in that vein, I I don't know if I believe because I've not ever had any personal experiences of my own. Like I I was kind of uh, peripherally involved in one of yours yeah so i teased i teased that during the the main show and kind of wanted to save that for us one because your memory might make this story a little more colorful than than my swiss cheese memory so you want to share that experience yeah so when we well and i've got part that i can add to it too that i don't know if you're even aware of because looking back on it you know hindsight's twenty twenty, and i remembered some things that were kind of odd about that experience but one night it was our our first place you were back in the bedroom watching tv or whatever and i was in the living room and all of a sudden you came barreling into the living room amber amber there's a man in our bathroom and i was like what okay well first (laughs) of all i definitely didn't remember it going down like that i was really it was much more manly i would assume Eh. 
I would like, I would argue against that, but okay. I do remember as we went back to the bedroom, you were behind me, and I was leading the way to whatever like crazy potential crackhead was yeah. in our closet, in our bathroom, or whatever. Um, hmm. You know, to kind of, I was expecting that you had just completely imagined things, and and when I by the time I got back there, any man who had been potentially in our bathroom was gone but our bathroom at the time when you looked into it it was really just a half bath but there our hot water heater was in the back corner of it and there was a cowboy hat on top of it for whatever random reason yeah because that's where you keep those that's things. where you keep yeah. your cowboy hat is on top of the hot water heater so i thought you'd seen that and you're like you were emphatic just as like nope there was a guy he was wearing like those and i remember it was really weird how you explained it to me you're like he was wearing dicky work pants and a white under t-shirt and i was like uh okay okay um that's kind of specific and you're like that is what he was wearing and maybe like a baseball cap or like a trucker hat or something and i was like well there's there's are you sure it wasn't the hot water heater with the cowboy hat on top and you just thought it was a guy and you're like nope it was definitely a man standing in our bathroom in any event there was nobody there at that time i was like okay well just calm down and everything's gonna be fine and okay we're so gonna be okay. first of all let's just the, like <laughs> I, I definitely i i agree with parts of this story um i don't really remember the whole like frantically running out and saying hey there's someone in our room please help me and then following you back to the danger and uh, yeah, well, I think we'll just agree to disagree that that part went down that way. But I do remember seeing the guy in the bathroom and um, giving you what I thought was a really detailed description. Yeah. You know, like I, I saw what I saw, like for sure. Yeah. And then it didn't really, uh, I guess we kind of like moved on, you know, it was like, okay, well, whatever, if I remember correctly. Yes, and we'll get back to with the ghostly part of that in a second. Right around the same time, I don't know if you remember, you would get up before me and go to work, and then you were you were not getting home until after I got home most nights, because that was when you were driving the truck. So, your days were really long. Well, right around that time, I remember getting up one morning, and for some reason, m some of my dresser drawers were open, so I closed them, um, not really thinking anything of it. Went to work, did my thing, came home, changed for the gym, noticed that some of your dresser drawers were open, and I closed them. Went to the gym, came home, and then you and I pulled into the driveway right around the same time as I got back from the gym. And I was like, hey, are you like just getting back? And you're like, yeah, I'm just... And I said, you didn't come home at any point during the day? And you're like, no. And I was like, huh, well, that's weird, because... You know, some of my dresser drawers were open and then some, you know, and I remembered all of this happening where at a time when nobody was in the house. So that was kind of strange. Yeah. Um, but I never saw anything. I never felt anything weird. But yeah, life kind of continued as normal. And then one day I was like clean, like reorganizing my closet or something. I pulled out a box, had some old VHS tapes in it. And at the time we still had a VCR, so... You know how you do if you find a, v a VHS tape that doesn't isn't labeled or, you know, you put it in the VCR to see what it is, you know, and find some hidden gem or like an old TV show that you recorded. And mine happened to be like a, a home movie um, from 
my like a family reunion or something it was um the annual crab picking that my family does on labor day down at my uncle's house and my dad had gotten a camcorder that summer you know it was like a big deal it was like mid 90s you know and so um since i was like a young teenager my cousins and i like decided to go around and film everybody with the new camcorder while it was going on and on the front porch we filmed my grandma and grandpa sitting on the porch swing and right around the time as we're playing through that you came walking back into the bedroom and you're like holy shit that's the guy that was in our our bathroom and i'm like no because he died like a year after this video was made and you're like i don't give a damn when he died he was standing in our bathroom yeah like a month ago i was freaked out when i saw that because one i you know it was like a real it was the person you know it was the only time yeah you never met him yeah the only time that i had seen that person other than being in her bathroom you know so like i was like holy crap who is that and why was he in her bathroom that day you know and figured he had just taken off or whatever um so yeah it 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 really freaked me out i mean i want to say it was even like a very similar outfit if not the same i mean it was just oh he had a really standard uniform like every day dickie's work pants white v-neck t-shirt like undershirt t-shirt and when he did wear a hat it was the trucker style baseball cap you know the mesh back and everything yeah Um, i mean even just his facial features like or like the the larger nose and things like that it just i mean the guy was I was 100% certain that's who I saw in the bathroom. Yeah. And, and you told me, I guess, at that point <coughs> that, that he had been, he had passed away. Yeah, he died in 1998. So. Yeah. That would have been at least, I guess, five, six years before, something like that? Probably, cl- yeah. At least that. Six or seven years, maybe, at that point. But it was. He had been he had been dead for quite some time. Yeah, well, he was in her bathroom that day, like a hundred percent. Like that is the <laughs> one. And I've had several times where I think things have happened and seen things or whatever, had experiences. But that was the one where I'm a hundred percent sure that's who I saw in the bathroom. There was just no mistaking. It was too too uh, too exact. So when I saw that video, like I just like the that feeling came over me. You know, we kind of have that buzzing kind of creeped yeah. out feeling and. Um, it was it was kind of kind of awful, really. Well, it's interesting that you say that because when when you and and I believe you one hundred percent that that's who you saw, um, even not having not seen it myself. Like I don't discount other people's experiences just because I've never had one. Um, but when you told me that, it actually it it gave me more of like a warm and fuzzy kind of feeling just because he and I were so close um, when he was alive. As you may know, I'm, I tend to gravitate towards prickly people, you know, people who are kind of gruff and grumpy on the outside. Prickly people. Yeah, prickly people. My favorite people are the ones that other people tend to not like as much because they're kind of gruff and abrupt and, you know. Wow. So, I mean, am I, do well, I, I guess I fit in that category? Um, not really anymore and like you're not i don't know you're not really gruff and abrupt but you do have resting bitch face where you like you have to actively (laughs) like force a smile to look happy i see you know so you're not you don't act mean or like 
abrasive or anything, but you can come across that way. Like you, you have a scary look about you sometimes for no reason. Gotcha. Um, but anyway, he was that, he was probably the first person in my life who was like that. And I just loved him to pieces. So when you saw him, it actually made me feel really good to know that he was still hanging out and keeping an eye on me and stuff. And I like to think that he was maybe trying to like, strong arm you a little bit you know <laughs> like <kinda. laughs> well your version of the story it clearly worked yeah no it freaked me out for sure like and i don't I, it wasn't like i i got the sense that there was anything like i know I, I was i was i mean i was scared there was like I, I think i'd woken up and looked up and there he was you know like in the bathroom doorway i'm like what the crap you know like <laughs> um so yeah it was it was alarming nothing dramatic happened really other than seeing him there and for some reason, I remember thinking like like maybe you would know because you know your family had had lived oh, in the house prior to right. us, and I thought you know hey maybe it's a relative I haven't met yet or you know just somebody that you guys knew or somebody attached to the landlord or something. It just you know, but I I saw a person there, and um, maybe the fear took over and what you said happened the way it happened. I don't <laughs> I don't really really remember how I got you involved, but was really trying to mainly tell you like there was a dude here and this is what he looked like what the crap you know where'd he go so yeah it was it was awesome in a way and and terrifying in a way i guess once we realized you know like i said once i saw that video which i think was some time later yeah it was several months yeah so it was it was a while later but it was vivid enough you know because i guess it really did bother me it was vivid enough where i was like uh that's the dude yeah so that that was that was interesting and then there was a few other I guess related thing memories that I thought I had of of him, uh, specifically like laying in the window at your grandmother's house, down there in Kelly's Bottom. Um, I don't know if I talked to you about those, but I I thought I'd met him, and I'm guessing, given the timeline, that that wasn't the case. But anyway, um, yeah. So that was one that I think I'm I'm a hundred percent certain on that that uh, I saw a ghost, and it was your prickly uh, deceased grandfather yes yeah so yeah there that is uh, that happened 100 percent, and one of the many reasons i i believe in uh things that go bump in the night yeah and i'm just gonna put it out there that you know granddaddy if you want to come visit again i'm totally cool with that <laughs> i just got such a chill <laughs> uh yeah that, that can we like work it out to where it's a little bit less Maybe don't be Alarming. so scary, or yeah, maybe, maybe just leave a message for me instead of yeah. Let's do it that else. way. Let's do it that way. That'd be great. I'll uh, I'll invite my uh, my grandparents, Papa. Maybe you know you can come look out for me in case this guy shows up. Um, <laughs> maybe Big Mama can come and. Uh, no, you don't want none, of Papa. He'll he'll take care of it. <laughs> but yeah, so like like we said earlier in the show, hopefully um, you guys are looking forward to Halloween and enjoy this time of year and. All of the scary, fun things that that can happen, and uh, you know, our, our little one wanted to join the show, and it's kind of cool to have her do that, just because, you know, that's a big part of this time of year is having fun with them and doing the dressing up and all that good stuff. Yeah. So hopefully you guys are out and have a safe and happy Halloween, and uh, appreciate the uh, slight shift in theme this week. Uh, we just really were all excited about the holiday and want to talk about it, and. Would love to hear any ghost stories you guys have to share, um, or whether or not you believe in, in in such things. And 
you know, if you'd like those stories shared, we we will try to get another episode in before Halloween, so we might be able to include those. Was there anything football related or last week's episode related you wanted to address? Or no, not I don't have any. Well, I don't have anything football related to say ever really. I felt like you know on on just one little thing, I do feel like there was a little bit of effort from you guys as far as cheering on Tennessee this week. Oh, thanks for. Yeah. You know, a little bit. You had some snacks prepared and, you know, did some things. And I would like to point out that, that Tennessee won. Oh. So that means I'm now obligated to do those things every yeah, every yeah. Sunday. Yep. Damn. I hope that you can recreate all of the things. Well, <laughs> I can at least provide snacks. Yeah, well, whatever positive vibes. <laughs> they were... They were uh, well, yeah, I did take it to heart. Um, Jamie calling me out last week about not supporting your team and... I'll even go so far as to say that I did look for fan apparel to wear, but, you know, they don't sell Tennessee stuff in Virginia, so. Dude, that is a true state. <laughs> I don't know what the deal is. It's like a, a, a state that touches this state. <laughs> and, like, I've talked to the people at Lids and stuff, like, in, in my search for, for fanfare, and they actually, that is w- one team they do not carry and will not get in this region. Wow. So I'm I'm assuming that I'm just part of a very very small group of fans in this area, but yeah, they don't they don't carry it at all. I'm sorry. Yeah, it sucks. It's it's upsetting for you. Yeah. Um friends also don't don't judge your friends' candy preferences. Previously Dude. earlier in the episode giving Jamie a hard time about the Swedish fish, man. You know, I have a deep love for Swedish fish. Yeah, and, and I mean, and it's like, I, I don't get it. I really don't. I mean, they're like I said, they're like somebody took a really delicious uh, Sour Patch Kid and sucked all the deliciousness off and gave you the little <laughs> slimy piece that was left over. I mean, I love a good Sour Patch Kid, too, but if you're feeling not sour and just sweet, Swedish Fish are the way to go. But only uh, the I red. I did there. I, yeah. So, I... They make like. Did you know that they make more than just the red ones? I want to say you pointed that out, and that that actually spiked my interest because, in general, red everything is my least favorite. Yeah, I don't like red. It's just bizarre. Yeah, red, red. is the best flavor. Like blue if I'm gonna... tends to always be a better flavor. Green you... also better. Like... Purple also better. <laughs> like only Purple maybe sucks. only maybe Green. orange would fall below. Red, in my opinion, and possibly sometimes yellow, but generally speaking, no. Orange and red are the worst. Red, pink, orange, the only ones of any candy that I ever want to eat. Green, yellow, purple, no. Not at all. Not even a you little bit. You know, we could have grown up great friends. Like Because we could have totally split the starburst. Like, with, absolutely. With zero Except for the Skittles. pink. I would have fought you over the pink. Pink, yeah. Well, pink, pink, pink is like red. No, it's not. <laughs> Not at all. We're talking the difference of strawberry to cherry here. Oh, man. It's too bad that Kaylee left because Marissa gave her, that's one of her friends, gave her a whole bunch of Starbursts because she doesn't like them. Like, And they were pre-wrapped. And in the car, she was opening them all up. And they were all, all pink. Like, all of them. And Kaylee They actually the sell ones. packs like that now. Where yeah, it's the, the all pink pack or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the all red pack, the all pink pack. Yeah. I believe it's all pink pack. No one else wants an all red pack. Just saying. No, they have the red ones. Yeah, it's just an all pink pack, though. They have a red one, too. Nope, nope, nope. It's called the red. Anyway, anyway. anyway. We could argue about this forever. Yeah, Jamie's uh, Swedish Fish, while, you know, was a good and original. It's pretty awesome. No, it's just, that's not the one I'm excited about in my my candy bag. 
Like, if I'm going to, when I'm digging through looking for my candy tax on Halloween night, I'm getting all the Swedish fish, most of the Twizzlers. Um, Again, another red. That red is good. I, I do like Twizzlers. Twizzlers are the bomb. But they are red and strawberry flavored. Yeah. They're not cherry. So it's just strawberry that you have a thing for. You're like anti-cherry. Yep. That's just wrong. There's really nothing cherry flavored that I want. I just, I don't understand you. You make zero sense to me right now. I'm sorry. That's just how it is. Why would anybody want cherry when you could have blue raspberry? Well, what about cherry Coke? Why why would anybody? Can you imagine what blue raspberry Coke might be like? (laughs) Yeah, that might be gross. I don't know. (laughs) Cherry Coke's pretty good, but... Yeah, anyway, if it's not chocolate, it's definitely second-tier candy. I mean, we're talking like, like I said earlier, Reese's Pieces. Even just, I've grown to appreciate just a just a plain Hershey's. Not Mr. a plain Hershey's. Yeah, they're delicious. Like they a special dark. Just so wonderfully. No, dark chocolate is for hippies and weird people that don't believe in God. Like, it just, <laughs> <laughs> dark chocolate is a definite sin. Um so anyway, yeah, we could go on and on. I mean, candy's great, and and uh, it also, if you want, share share what your favorite candy is and why. Maybe that would be an interesting topic. Again, we're going to touch on a couple topics next week that we've had emailed in. We've got one really good one that we're all trying to prepare for, and and uh, going to do a uh, a draft of sorts next episode uh, based on that question. So looking forward to that. I guess really, that's pretty much it, isn't it? Yeah. So guys, just remember. Be careful out there. Happy Halloween. And now we are done.